been at least maybe maybe three years, I want to say, uh, since I'm passing my daughter. So um, it's been a little tough, you know. But I asked the Lord, you know, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to serve still. I wanted to serve Him. I mean, this is the life. This is what it is. It's serving Him and serving others. So much joy in that. So much. And going through everything that we've been through, I can see God using that. You know, and um, just by His grace, that's what I wanted to share today, guys, His grace. But I just wanted to touch up on God's grace. I think we overlook it a lot. You know, I remember having, um, being at a customer. You know, it's God's grace. It's God's unmerited favor. Amen? Amen. And, you know, I was at a customer and I was helping him out. And um, I was waiting for him to get the pallet done. And as I was picking it up, um, we, were, we were just kind of chatting real quick. And, and he asked me, you know, how long I've been working. I told him, you know, 25 years I've been with my company for FedEx Freight. And, um, and I told him, by the grace of God. And then he looked at me weird. And he's all, grace, what's that? And for a split second, I had to think about it. You know, I had to think, like, wait a minute. That's something we should know automatically. But I had to think about it, and when I thought about it, it's God's merited favor. And he looked at me with a big smile. He's all, I knew I was just testing you. <laughs> wow, man, but you know what? I ain't going to lie. Like five or ten minutes after that, I got in my tractor, and I, you know, I started weeping because God's grace is amazing. I mean, what he did for us is just amazing. He continues to do it every single day. As long as we live, as long as we're focused on him. Amen? So I want to just kind of touch up on uh, his grace and, you know, receiving God's grace, understanding, and growing in God's grace. So um, to fully understand God's grace, we need to consider we were without Christ and we, I'm sorry, we were without Christ and who become with Christ. Uh, Psalms 51.5 says, For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. And that was the NLT version. We were born in sin, and we were guilty of breaking God's holy law. In Romans uh, chapter 3, verses 9 to 20. We were enemies of God, deserving of death. We were unrighteousness and without means of justifying ourselves. Spiritually, we were... We were blind, unclean, and dead. Our souls were, our souls were greatly jeopard, uh, jeopardy of everlasting punishment. That's just us. We're sinners by nature. Haven't you noticed? Um, it's kind of hard. It's 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 actually really hard to do good and easy to do bad. I have little ones. I see that every day. You know, we got to correct them and talk to them, and in a loving way, most of the times. But um, that's just who we are. By nature, we're born into sin. You know, we can't, we can't work, we can't do any of these things to earn God's love, trust. Grace is just a free gift. It's given to us for free. Anybody here likes gifts? Yeah. Gift cards, birthdays, all that good stuff is free, right? A gift is free, meaning you don't have to pay back, you don't have to give anything back, right? Well, that's, that's God's gift. It's, it's grace. It's one of the greatest attributes that he has uh, to give us. And then in, in receiving God's grace, 
It's in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and then not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not worse, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. And I like one of the things that said in Amplified Versions, God's remarkable compassion and favor draws us to Christ. It, it, it's all God's doing, you know, getting our intention and just having that relationship with them. Because, you know, it's kind of impossible to, um, it's impossible to, to fall in love with someone that you do not know. You need to know that person. You need to talk to that person. It's no different than our wives, our, our children. We have a relationship with them. And every time we have a relationship, I look at them and I trip out because I, when I look at my kids, I, I can just stare at them, watch them eat, watch them run, jump and all that. I just stare at them. And, and it's funny. I don't know if it's getting, I'm getting older. I don't know what it is, but um, I stare at them and then I, I trip out because that's exactly how God, what God does to us. He watches us as we wake up and as we go to sleep and throughout the whole day, making sure, supplying all our needs, making sure that we're taken care of, you know. And it's only then when trials happen, you know, we, we intend to lose focus. You know, we intend to lose focus, and we start to ask why these things are happening to us, you know. And, and our trust kind of goes down a little bit, right? The gift of salvation costs costs us sinners nothing, like I was saying earlier. But the price of such an, an extravagant gift came at a great cost for our Lord Jesus, who died in our place. I always thought about that. Have you ever, guys ever wondered about when, um, why did Jesus say on the cross when he died, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think by him saying that, that was the most, that was the most hurtful thing that he had to endure, to be, to be separated from the Father, first time in history in heavens and earth. He had, the Father had to turn his back and could not see the sins of the world, all of our sins, my sins, your sins, of every human being that came, that, that's alive, their sins are placed upon the Lord. Because God is so holy, he cannot see sin. I, I, I like to mess with my kids, I tell them, what's one thing God cannot do? They're like, what are you talking about? God can do anything, God can't sin, because there's no sin in God. He's righteousness. He's holy. You know, and they laugh, you know, being little kids and stuff. But, um, you know, this is the fact that um, I actually, I'm reading a, a, a book that my son-in-law gave me, which is by Papa Chuck, and it's, and it's titled, um, you know, Grace, uh, let me see, I wrote it right here. It's titled, uh, why uh, Grace Changes Everything. It's a really good book, guys. I recommend it. I recommend it. And it's super thin, so I'm able to read it. <laughs> and I hope, you know, it's like, for real, it's really thin. And, um, but that has a lot of truth, you know, a lot of facts. And, um, and it's very helpful, and that's what's helping me um, understand God's grace. Because I don't know about you guys, but I know I need more of God's grace, especially in my home with my wife and my kids, you know, because I, uh, I struggle. There's areas in our lives as men, if we're honest, we struggle. We struggle a lot, especially in, for, uh, I'll be the first to say, in selfishness. 
I get home, I'm tired, I kind of want to sit down and wind down, and my kids are running in circles. And then that kind of caused a little argument with me and my wife, like, I just want to kind of like relax a little bit. She's like, there's no time to relax, you just got home. You know, I've been doing this all day, it's your turn now. I'm like, oh, all right, you got a good point there. <laughs> but um, that's just something I struggle with, you know, selfishness and just the, 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 the little things. And it's amazing because God, what God does is he helps us in those little things. He already won the victory. He helps us in the little battles in life. He helps us, he walks us through, he guides us through, he nurtures us, he, he does amazing things. But if only if you're sensitive to him. If you're not sensitive, you will miss it. You know, you'll miss the blessing and everything, but we serve a good God, he'll come back and he'll repeat the same thing. I mean, you know, we continue to take that test until we pass it, you know. Um, so, in, in Papa Chuck's book, man, I love it. It went on to say, for years I had labored under the misconception that God was against me. I pictured him waiting for me to step out of line so, so he could send fiery judgment crashing down on me. I finally understood that God wanted me to enjoy the peace of his unconditional love, not the fear that always accompanies legal, legalism. I began to relate to God in a whole new way, not on the basis of my works or my righteousness, but on the basis of God's love for me through Jesus Christ. And if you guys want to go ahead and turn to Romans um, chapter 8, 38 to 39. And, and I just wanted to turn here so we can all read this, so we can have that clear understanding that nothing, nothing, nothing is ever going to take you away from God. Nothing. So in Romans chapter 8, 38, says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, not any created thing should be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you guys believe that? Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. When we read God's word, guys, I hope and pray you guys understand that it's it's truth and no one can ever change it. The same thing with the law of gravity, whatever goes up must come down. That's the law. No one can ever change it. Same thing with God's word. No one can ever change it. It's his word, it's his truth. You stand, on, you stand on it, you're going to prevail. You know, when we stop to read his word, then we start to get ourselves into trouble. You know, um, Randy, uh, Randy mentioned uh, God's formula. And I, I've, been, I've been sharing it with my kids. And it was uh, TP, T, what is it, TPR. We trust, we pray, and we read. Simple. All right? And... The thing is, when, we, when we're trusting in the Lord, what we're saying is we're putting our faith in God. And when we're, when we're praying, we're communicating to the Lord, we're talking to him, we're building our relationship with him. And when we're reading his word, he's talking to us. You know, and not, I mean, the word is what he speaks to us the most, 
but he'll speak to us in little things. I, I remember he spoke to me with an ant. And right now it's starting to be ant season. And I hate ants in my house. It's, they, oh man, they're everywhere. But they, God can speak to them how hard they work, how they harvest. And they grab their food and they take it back. And they build up, right? And no one tells them to do that. They know that automatically. I don't know, man. I was telling my wife, do they have noses? How do they know where every, all the food's at? We can't leave nothing out, you know? I'd rather have ants than cucaracha, that's for sure. I'll, I'll take the ants. But um, go on with Patrick Chuck's book. He wrote, I discovered that even though I was prone to stumble and fall, my mistakes didn't alienate me from God. My relationship with Christ became less of a roller coaster of highs and lows and more of a steady ride in his wonderful love. The more we experience God's love, the more he himself becomes primary desires and focus of our life. And then right where it says, uh, alienate me, like some of these words, <laughs> I'm a tonto, so I have to go in the dictionary and kind of read it and kind of come up. So I, I alienate is to separate. Nothing you do will separate you from the love of God. If you believe in the Lord, nothing can separate you from the love of God. We will stumble, we will fall, we will have disagreements with each other in the church, out of the church, in our home, but nothing's going to separate you from the love of God. When you have a relationship, you have a relationship. Take care of it. No different than any relationship you have with anybody else that you have. We, 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 you know, we, you know, we just have, we enjoy, we enjoy life. You know, God is life. He's given us life. A lot of us are here, it, well, a lot of us are here because of the grace of God. You know, everything that I, I, I've been through is because of the grace of God. I, I, you know, I didn't make it several times. You know, some things happen, but by his grace, we're still here. So if we're still here, that, that says that he's not done with us yet. There's still a lot of work to do in our lives, in our marriages, and with our children. You know, I'm serving in the ministry. You know, going back again, you know, it's been three years, and I wanted to serve. So I asked the Lord, Lord, I, you know, I want to serve, but, you know, this time I want to serve with my family. I want to serve with my wife. And, and just a couple, not much time went by. Um, you know, a brother called me, John Chacon, and um, he be said he'd been praying about it and, and that if he asked me if I wanted to help out in the junior high. And then I'm thinking, well, I have kids, man. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's a big responsibility. But then I started thinking about it and praying about it, and I felt like the Lord was telling me that you're just... You're just sharing my word. That's all you're doing. And as you share my word, not only will they get fed and blessed, I'll get fed and blessed because they're showing me, he's showing me something through them. And maybe I can be a better father to my kids, you know, and teach my kids better. So like, all right, that sounds like a cool deal, man. I'll, uh, I'll take it, you know. And then to top it off, if Pastor Manny ever calls you on your phone, don't answer it. Because most likely he's probably going to want to, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Pastor Manny. <laughs> but, um, but God, when you pray, he listens because he puts you in spots that you're very uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable here. It really, I'm shaking. You, can't, you guys can't see it. You know, it's, it's just it's uncomfortable. But, you know, what? with God, I notice that's how he wants us to be, uncomfortable to do his work making sure it's not us, it's him, you know, and, and I'm cool with that, you know, 
Yeah, I'm sweating a little bit up here. But um, grace provides, his grace provides us access um, to him, to communicate and to fellowship with him. And I think that's the key, guys, to always have, we have a direct access. We have 24-7, uh, 365, all day, every day, morning and night, to talk to the Lord. For some reason, as believers, we kind of wait for something bad to happen, to talk to the Lord. We can't do that. We got to be ready. There, there's, you know, um, you know, Pastor Henry gave a good sermon, you know, last Sunday, and he was just speaking of the whirlwinds, and they're gonna, it's, we're going to get hit. It, it, it's clearly a war that's going on that we cannot see. It's a spiritual war that's going on, and we got to be armed and ready every day. And the minute we let our guard down and our head, that's when we get hit right there. You know, and, and what's interesting is that we don't learn nothing when everything's going good. We learn a lot when everything's going bad. And, and, and Proverbs 3, 5, uh, 6, that's one of my favorite ones because that's exactly what God wants you to do is to trust him and to rely on him and let him lead your way. But, you know, again, with tontos, we try to do it our own, right? So um, I wanted to turn over to... John, you guys don't have to turn it up. But going back to where uh, having that relationship with the Lord and uh, letting him do that work and just relying that no one can separate you from the love of God. And it's in John 10, uh, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch him out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch him out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. You guys, you guys believe that? Yeah. Is, isn't that comforting? Isn't that soothing that no one can take you out of the Father's hands? No one. But because we go into trials and we let our emotions get the best of us, doesn't it feel like God's not there? Oh, God, why, you know, you know, why is God allowing all these things to happen? You know, I like to say, I try to say words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. This is God's words, and the words we say and the words we hear, they're powerful. The minute they leave our mouth, um, you're either tearing somebody down or you're building somebody up. That's how powerful words are. And they're so powerful that the minute you say something, our flesh is satisfied saying it, but we forget to do it. And that's, that's the mistake we make. We, we take the words for value, and we actually do what we, we say we're going to do. You know, um, you know, I try to do uh, things around the house. I'm kind of behind a little bit. <laughs> but um, but just, just being sensitive, I notice being sensitive to the Lord, he's, that's when he speaks to you the most um, in the littlest things, you know, in the, in the smallest things in your life. Uh, you just got to be sensitive and, uh, and look for him every, every day. Just look for him. He, he's everywhere, you know, and uh, he actually waits for, us to, he waits for us to get up and just to have some time with him. And, uh, and I'm guilty, too. I need to be spending more time with the Lord to, to, see, to get this more direction, more uh, clarity, more, uh, you know, more counsel. Because we, before we go to men, we go to God first. Reason being that he'll bring you those men or he'll bring you that person you can speak to. You know, you don't have to tell everybody everything. You want to tell somebody that you can trust, you know. And uh, 
you know, I'm, you know, the guys I trust is Pastor Manny, Henry, Mark, several men in here that I trust that I can talk to. And I, I advise that you guys would want to um, reach out to someone, you know, the men to the men and the women to for the women. You know, so that we, um, we don't isolate ourselves in, this, in our situation or in our trials because that's when the enemy likes to hit you. When you're by yourself in the four corners of your, uh, of your home. He likes to attack you. And he does it with thoughts. And he knows us very well. He studies us very, very well. But that we don't get him a foothold because, you know, the power of God, it's, it, it's um, we're released from the bottom of the chin as if you're a child of God. You know, and, and, and I pray that is everybody here. I pray that you, act, you really know the Lord and that you, you're, you're, have, you're enjoying your relationship with him. And it's, it's, it's amazing that everybody's here today. You know, um, you could be doing something else on a Thursday. You know, I just got out of work. I was running a little bit of late. You know, Hermano Henry was like, hey, are you almost here? <laughs> I'm still on the street, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I, I want to be here. Do you, do you guys want to be here? Do you guys want to uh, study God's word and, and learn about God and, and fellowship with everybody? You know, and just feel God's presence. Because I believe, I mean, those, that door right there is big to me because that's the first time I remember walking into this building, you know, and greeting everybody. It was very important. Um, that's have memories here. Uh, March the 30th, as a matter of fact, it's, it's um, it has been 10 years since we've been coming. 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. And um, it's just been amazing. It's been amazing, but that's what's important because the presence of God is here because you guys are here and you guys want to hear the Lord. And, and, and anybody that's willing, something I heard in the radio just blew me away because it's true, that God is more willing to speak to us and lead us than we are willing to listen and be led. You got to want to be willing to listen to the Lord. And then so we'll go over the two. Um, and that was just receiving grace. And then in growing in grace, which is, it, it can get difficult at times. But for the most part, if we grow in grace, you'll see the difference. Not just that, other people will see the difference in you. And it's cool because they'll rub off that. You know, so we want to show grace. The reason being is because God shows us grace. Shouldn't we show everybody else grace? Is it hard? Yes, it is, guys. Family is really hard. You know, the extended family, it's, it's, it's just hard. But God shows you ways uh, to improve that relationship. So um, we grow in grace by reading God's word and letting it dwell richly in us. In Colossians 3, 3 uh, let me see. No, I don't want to get it. In Colossians 3, 16. And by praying, those acts... Those actions by themselves don't mature us, but God uses these spiritual disciplines to help us grow. Therefore, maturing in, in, maturing in our Christian life is not a, about what we do, but about what God does in us by his grace. Understanding and implying God's grace in our life is important. We are not to impair it by being proud because God says that he resists the proud but it gives grace to the humble. That's in James 4, 6. Grace is, grace is the attribute of God that enables us to break free of our sinful nature and follow him. It gives us strength and protects us. Without God's grace, his favor, we would be hopelessly lost in the world. The more grace we have 
and ask God for the more mature as a Christian we will be. But here's the interesting thing about when we're asking. I'm starting to learn, too, about being specific in prayers. Like, he, God lists, I mean, God, ha, God is a, we have a humor guy, man. He's, he's funny sometimes. But um, he listens. When he listens, it's interesting because how he responds and answers, he, he'll never res- respond according to our will or our timing. He does it in his will and his timing. And he does it when we least expect it, whatever it is that you're praying for, right? The reason why I say that because to grow in grace does not mean gaining more grace from God. God's grace never increases. It is, it, it is uh, infinite. It cannot be more, and, and according to the, the, the nature of God, it can, it can never be less. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him should, should be saved in John 3.16. How much more grace could there possibly be than that? But to grow in grace is to grow in our understanding of what Jesus did and to grow in our appreciation of grace we have been given. And one of my favorite Proverbs is in um, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, and it's specifically that, that you, know, wisdom, um, you know, wisdom is a principal thing. Get wisdom, but in all you're getting, get understanding because that's how God that's how we grow. We grow in our understanding, in his grace, his love, his mercy, his character. You know, we grow in all these things. We grow in our relationship, and we start to get mature. So we, our life starts to change. We start to get a, a different perspective. We start to see things differently now, you know, and we want to put others first. I, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, just trying to be more sensitive to my wife's needs, more sensitive to my kids' needs, and, and try to be less selfish, and it's hard. It's hard because we let our emotions get to us and our tiredness and whatnot, but, you know, we, we, we got to want to do it. Not that we have to do it, but that we would want to do it. And, and God sees that, and he'll reward you for that. You know, the, the blessings. Um, the more we learn about Jesus, the more we will appreciate all he has done. And the more we appreciate his love, and the sacrifice for us, the more we will, we will perceive the never-ending grace of God. And God's grace never ends. It's, it's for, we have his grace forever. Forever. You know, just like that, I um, forgot what, what kid movie was like. What do you say? Forever? Forever. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam. <laughs> but, um, and, and I think that's, that's just the main thing. Um, what I wanted to share with you guys is the fact that we don't forget about God's grace and how rich it is and how we can stand on it and we can find rest in God's grace. You know, we, f- we can find rest in, in God, period. You know, um, so many things are going on in this world. You, you're seeing everything happening right before our eyes. And I pray, guys, that if any of you here are in fear because of that, just remember who's in control. Like, who really is in control of your life? Because, wha- because you know what? Our faith is going to be tested. You know, we're going to be tested in everything we go through and endure. And when we come out, we are going to be stronger. And we're just going to continue to be stronger, but because we're, g- we're going to be stronger in our understanding of who God really is and that we trust him. You know, PPR, right? PPR. You know, trust, pray, and read. And then, and this, this, that's kind of what um, 
kind of what I wanted to share. You know, um, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to serve. I'm grateful to see all you guys here. And I pray that more people will get involved in the church. I pray that more people would really seek the Lord and may, uh, that you would mature and grow in the Lord and that, uh, that you, you, know, you will use your gifts that God has given you. Every single person here has gifts, whether you know it or not. Everybody here has gifts. Um, the question is, are you using them? God wants to bless you even more when you start to use your gifts, especially in the body of Christ. When you start to use them, you're going to start to feel, you're just going to, man, this is going to be amazing. You're going to trip out. You know, you, you know, because God likes to blow people away. Um, I ain't going to lie. I, it was hard for me to, um, to be here. Like, you know, I kept telling myself, you know, I think you want to get somebody else, man, because I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> and I kind of struggled with that. And my brother John, he was, you know, he called me. We prayed and stuff. And then everything was good. And then he hung up the phone, and I started, uh, started thinking about things. I'm like, you know, I, I really don't think it's a good idea, man. But then I just kept praying and praying and listening to worship songs, and I just started to feel the Lord speaking and just, you know, just letting me know it's going to be okay. Reminding me that it's not me that's doing it. It's Him. It's His Word. And I love His Word because His Word can speak to 150 people in 150 different ways because He knows you personally. And that's the Word of God.